0: It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 1063. Fueled by Celsius, essential energy, live fit. As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a Josh guy. Cohen, Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen, and the home team. You're, You're right. listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side this is ESPN 1063
1: because every day above ground is a good day it is the home team for the ride home and just like i95 says we in the hov lane hove 4 to 6 which means you're locked in live you can listen also on smart speakers by simply saying play ESPN 1063 of course ESPN 1063 and on the ESPN app under more live stations just scroll it to the bottom west palm there we are touch it one time and right through your ear holes, we come. Uh, there he is, the UFC's king of all media, back from a trip to Las Vegas. I was
2: in Vegas, but listen, it's <laughs>
1: Monday, my favorite day of the week. Let's get it going. Well, see, now that's how he and I are different. By the way, Tina, uh, on her deathbed yesterday.
3: <laughs> I was on my deathbed yesterday. I was not feeling too hot.
1: Yeah. no so Tequila got you Sunday. Uh, a uh, Saturday, excuse me.
3: It was tequila, some seltzers. Yeah. They
1: got you on Saturday. Uh, yes, they did. Yeah. They did. Well, that's how Dean and I are different. People are like you guys are so similar. And we are in so many ways. We have similar tastes and things, similar philosophy and things. He and I are so similar in so many ways. With the same favorite movie, with the same favorite actors, directors. It's crazy. His favorite day is Monday. Mine is Friday. Mine is Friday because it means poof oh, the weekend. Okay, good. I ain't gotta do nothing. This is Monday because?
2: Because I get to do everything. I get, get to, to do work. everything. I get to it... do, every yeah, I'm back at work, you know, because on Friday everybody's chilling and hanging out and partying, and I'm like, oh man, I don't got nothing to do. Yeah, so that's how we're different.
3: Very different. I, I don't say, know what day is my favorite day. Someone asked me, why not
1: Saturday? And I said, well, Saturday's too close to Monday. See, Friday, <laughs> Friday you got all that distance right. in front of you. Yeah, for sure. Like, when we were kids growing up, and I grew up in the Northeast, in upstate New York, and you were a kid in Delaware. Right. We didn't get out of school till the middle of June. Right. You didn't get out of school till June 17th, that. 20th, you know, so, so like June was like almost done, but when it would turn to August, you started getting like the scaries because mm-hmm. it was like, damn it. Soon it's going to yep. be back to school time. No. Know. You know what I'm saying? I hated that. And that's why I like Friday because it's further from Monday and you like Monday because it's
2: furthest from Friday. Yep. That's why nobody likes you. That <laughs> made no sense. I just, man, I hate, I hate Fridays. No, the, you hate Saturdays. Oh, especially but, Saturdays. Especially right. Saturdays. No. I
3: feel like for you, though, some Fridays could be your favorite days. Because that, like, kickstarts your weekend of, like, again, like, this past weekend where you are calling the fights and stuff like that. Like, I feel like you would also enjoy Fridays. No. Right?
1: No. 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 Because it means you only got one job to do instead of three. Right. And he you wants mean to instead do, of seven. He wants to do the Terrestrial show with us. He wants to do Satellite show with Lionheart. He wants to do the pre-show stuff and the post-show stuff. So, so when you're this far, doesn't matter. Tina, uh, you were drinking tequila and seltzers together?
3: Yes, I started oh, off on Saturday. I know no. that. that was can my, still hear it in her voice. That was my big mistake on Saturday was I I didn't intend to, like, go out for a little while. And I ended up, yes, I had to start off with some seltzers because it just kind of was my only choice where I started off. Mm-hmm. And then found a spot where I could get a tequila, tequila espresso martini. Oh, that's a problem. Which, that's what started the tequila. And then... But that's also...
1: You know, that's also alcohol, suppressant, and then caffeine, stimulant. So you're making your body do different things, and you're making your brain think different ways, and your heart's going, speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down.
3: Espresso martinis with tequila is the way to my heart. Like that, that (laughs) drink is... your
1: toilet. Yeah, yeah, no,
3: no, not for me. You didn't puke? no. I didn't puke at all. Really? Yeah. I just, I had the, no, I had the headache yesterday and just, I, it was the headache that just like took me out. You
1: said you were driving to the beach and you said, if I'm in the car any longer, I'm going to puke.
3: Okay. Yes, I was. If I was in the car any longer, I probably would have, but I'm, I got out of the car fast. So I was good.
1: What's the best thing to eat with a hangover? Like the day after. You know, when you wake up and you're like, oh my God.
3: I really like eggs. Like I make really? like scrambled eggs or like sunny side up eggs. I also got like a smoothie yesterday that did not help at all.
1: You notice that all these um, hangover hamburgers, you know, like the yeah, ham, right? you know They got a fried egg on top. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It's got to be something to that. Yeah. Must be. It's the grease.
3: Thing. They say like the grease helps for me. It, I don't There's really. There's lots of ways to get grease. I, I don't really like the grease. So, but grease I do the like it.
1: You know, grease is the word. Mm-hmm. It's got a groove. It's got a feeling. Yeah. Meaning, I don't know.
3: Uh,
2: Greece is, is the time, is the
1: place. Nobody knows I'm just, the words. I'm just no, I
2: don't know the words. I never You're seen really? that. I never seen that movie. <gasps> you never saw never Greece. Seen Grease. Tina's seen three movies, and and Grease? one of them is Greece. One of them was Greece. Short Grease. Tales. You know, that wasn't my thing back in the day. But how can you? How can you? Have because it, because the year when Greece came out, Cooley High came out that year, and I saw Cooley High instead. Bro, Greece came out in 1978, and when did Cooley High come out? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah so. Well, you were born in '76. Blue. I know, but that was, so was not really a factor. Still, not really a factor in this. I he know. I never, seen, I it. never yeah. seen yeah. Greece, but I'm, I'm just tripping about Tina's vocal fry. She's like, eh. she sound, you sound a little eh. bit. Talk yeah. slower so you can sound like. Eh.
3: Is there really a difference? Yeah, it's a big difference. Oh yeah. wow!
1: Yeah, were you screaming Saturday night? No, I don't. There wasn't any wooing.
3: No woos. No, was no it wasn't really that like crazy.
1: Is there threatening women in bars? Like normal? That's exactly
3: No
2: I, yeah. no, yeah, no did, women. Did you clap in anybody's face? No I'll put your fat face in. No,
3: <laughs> no, no, I did none of that. You didn't threaten anybody? <laughs> no, no one. Alright. Yeah, I you, people watch so much on Saturday.
1: Your, your voice is a little bit yeah, It is. It, you it, can hear it. It's like when Tara Reid used to be all drunk on while out, whatever yep. it was on me. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> exactly eight. what it is. Hey, hey. <laughs> Screamy I, white girl voice.
3: I don't know. Yeah, it has to be just from the tequila and the seltzers, and and you didn't puke. No puking,
1: because that will do it.
3: Would. Um, I noticed something uh, last week when
1: I couldn't chew food. I came in anyway, did the show that day when I got the mm-hmm. tooth fixed. Um, I had to eat soup. Um, I love tomato bisque soup. I love tomato soup. Tomato bisque soup is like next Hold level. What is what is it, the um, bisque in the soup? It's it is a creamier and it's got like chunks of the tomato in it? Oh mm. yeah, that be, yeah, that would be yeah that would go harder. But I noticed when I'm, I love tomato soup and I'm eating it. I'm like, mm, it tastes a little bit like when you puke.
3: What?
2: <laughs> and I hate when it I puke. D- it kind of does. But it kind of does, right? Does. I never really. Same kind of. It does acidity. a little bit. Yeah. Notice that? But why is it like, well, but it's so good though. Especially with a grilled cheese. Like with, oh, yeah. what combination goes better than that? Nothing. Yeah. There's no, there's no
1: sandwich and side combination better than grilled cheese sandwich in tomato bisque nothing. or tomato soup. There's nothing. No, yeah. there's not. But I noticed I love tomato soup since I was a kid, but I noticed recently, like I said, it confirmed to me last soup well Super Bowl Sunday while you guys were eating real food. I had pudding and cottage cheese <laughs> yeah. and soup. Because the tooth was
2: broke. I couldn't chew nothing. Um tomato soup kind of has a it, similar appetite. I never realized that until right now. But it doesn't but it doesn't deter me from eating tomato soup. Not at all. I'll still eat it. Correct, which is crazy. It's true. Um Notice that nothing feels worse
1: than right before you throw up and you need to throw up, but like you can't. Yeah. And nothing feels better than after you've thrown up. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's the worst. It's kind of like, it. a, it's like a hurricane
2: breaking through the eye of the storm. It, it is. The calm and then. Because yeah. right, right before you're thinking, I'm never drinking again. I'm never drinking again. Then when it's over, you're like, that's not that bad. I'm yeah, all right.
3: Yeah, I can get through it.
2: It's like breaking through to the eye wall of a hurricane. Where it's like, it's kind
1: of bad. Now it's really bad. Oh my God, I'm going to die. And yep. then after you puke, it's like, whew.
2: It's like yeah. a
1: hurricane. I can, yeah. Try heaving some. next are in the next <laughs> shot. Try heaving. Yeah.
2: Yeah. See, I don't miss that. Like, I do not miss that. That's one of the things I do not miss about drinking.
1: I, I mean, I can't believe that you used to get sick from drinking. Because I would drink with you all the time. And you
2: would have two beers and have a buzz and be happy. And then walk home. I know. And then, But then after a while, you know, I was like, I need another two. And another two. next thing I know... I'm in the bushes no up. Idea. I had no idea. Uh tell everybody about the time that you almost missed your plane from Russia. Oh, and yeah. by the way, this was
1: not fancy UFC broadcast team Dean Thomas. This was not <laughs> the sitting in business class where your seat turns into a, a mini apartment. No, this was or it turns into a flat <laughs> bed and they bring you whatever
2: you want to eat and drink. This is M1 Global and I'm eating dinner with the Russians the night before. Right after the event. And, and on the plane, uh, yeah, you're sitting on the plane. in row
1: 55 yeah. in the middle seat.
2: <laughs> yeah. In the middle seat in the middle of the plane. Yeah. Where there's five seats in the middle. But the problem was, I mean, I'm drinking with these Russian dudes and they got the, they bust out the bottle of vodka and it, to them it's like water. And like, you want to drink? I'm like, come on, man. What you think this is? Come on. You better recognize. <laughs> why?
1: why did you feel I need to do it?
2: Because this? I felt like as an American, as an American in Russia, I had to represent. Yeah. You know, I'm over it's there. The Cold War thing. Didn't you see Rocky Four? Yeah, yeah, I know, but War's over. But that's, <laughs> <laughs> but still, I
1: still felt like I had to represent. Rocky won the Cold War. If you can change and I can change, change. we can then all change. We can all change. By the way, Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. Is a Christmas. Have this conversation with Teddy Morse. It's Ed, not a Christmas. movie. Ed Morse Automotive Group. Shout out to Teddy Morse. We were flying from Tampa to no no uh, no. We were flying from Dallas to Tampa for the Gasparilla Bowl. Coming mm-hmm. back from the Armed Forces Bowl. And he, they had a little surprise for me. Die Hard on the way there, because I never saw Die Hard. And then we go, wait a minute, Rocky IV, yes or no Christmas movie. Rocky IV is a Christmas movie. It is not. It's, it's not a Christmas. It's a love story. It, between a robot and Pauly. Yeah. yeah. and a music. There's a music <laughs> yeah. video and a love story between Rocky, I mean Pauly, and the robot. Yes. Correct, but it's still a Christmas movie. True story.
2: Based on Christmas,
1: the fight happens on Christmas. It, it does is. happen on Christmas. I it forgot does. about that. Anyway, you were saying.
2: So, yeah, so I'm drinking with these guys, and they're, they're trying me. One shot after the next shot after the next. Next thing I know, I don't even remember where I'm at. Next thing I know, I'm at the airport, this little dirty, dingy airport on the bathroom floor. Hold on, you don't remember going to bed? No. I don't even even think I went to bed. Wow. So this was peer pressure. Yeah, it was peer pressure. But they weren't pressuring you. But they weren't pressuring me. They was just trying me. They was just, they was putting it out there that they didn't think I could do it. So this, so you almost had an Apollo Creed Rocky IV moment. I did. I almost did. But you almost died right there in and the battle. I, I just remember. Be, I remember sitting on this dirty, dingy bathroom floor, hearing, hearing them announce it, your yeah, flight number. Yeah, hearing them announce and the they, flight are are number. Are they saying it in and Russian? They, no, they so, so they do. They say they, they do it in English too. So they'll yeah. say in Russian the first time, then yeah. they'll come back in English. But this wasn't like a big airport. This was a small little when they hangar plane. when they. I've never been to Russia. Yeah. When
1: they announced the flight in English in Russia. Do they do it like the announcer when he announces the visiting team in an NBA game? <laughs>
2: yeah. Like when they do it, they, they do the Russian part. And and it's now like, oh, yeah, your starting line. For the, yeah. It's the home team, yeah. right? For your Chicago Bulls,
1: and <laughs> guard number twenty-three, Michael Jordan. <laughs> and they go now. Let's meet the visiting team. Yeah, yep. <laughs> at center,
2: Paul Gasol. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. I was like, at, uh, and leaving. A guard from Lorimerian High School, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't, do they announce? Yeah. So
1: in Russian, uh, they, they're like, attention. And then in English, you like, uh,
2: Delta, Delta 412. Delta 412. Now boarding. They like now leaving. Good luck. Last, last call. Get under. Don't. I don't yeah. care. Do they? Do they use like less enthusiasm? Nah, I don't remember. That was a long. Huh. I, I was too drunk to remember. All I know is that I barely made it. Like I, I remember picking my. Like I had to give myself a pep talk. I'm on the on the bathroom floor giving myself a pep talk. Like man, you're gonna miss this fight if you don't hurry up. Get up right now. Get it. And I mean, the floor was all sticky and nasty and gross. And then the next thing I know I just I crawled up the little toilet. Did you hear the Rocky music in your head? Do you remember when Which one?
1: No, no, no. When they're on the mat. When when Rocky's on the mat, you do you, you don't remember what it sounds like when you're trying to get up? Da-da. Oh yeah, da Yeah, that's the best part.
2: Did you hear that? that and <laughs> I heard I heard that in my head, and that inspired me to get up. And I just remember limping, barely making. I was the last one on that plane. And I was thinking, if I could just get on this plane, maybe I could go to sleep. And sleep off this hangover. Yeah. Meanwhile, and I made it. Meanwhile, I, what, what rover were you in? Like, like forty like something. Forty something K in, a, in, in the, the middle seat. Middle, middle year. And then, um,
1: and and then the, the people like the probably you're the last one on the plane. The people sitting on both sides were
2: probably excited. There's an empty seat. Yeah. And then I ruined it for him. You're all like, sweaty. I'm all sweaty and I'm hot and and smelly. And I'm just thinking, man, I I feel like I just need to throw up and then I'll be much better. Right. And then I say, if I can just get on there and go to sleep, then I'll be able to make it. And it worked. The
1: captain didn't come on and say, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have turbulence for the next five or six hours.
2: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have been a- I wouldn't have been able to deal with that. If he just said that, I'd be like, man, let me just catch the next one. Remember I think
3: it? I would have canceled my flight. I don't think if I was that hungover, I would get on the plane because you, that would just be so embarrassing. No, you don't and- want
2: to get stuck in Russia.
3: Okay. If yes. Don't,
2: don't, yeah, yeah, but you know what?
1: About me. I'll be honest. If it's a choice between being that sick and, and missing the flight. I'm probably gonna miss the flight.
3: Yeah, I would be way too embarrassed yeah. of like puking, like not making it to the bathroom in time. I've flown like,
1: on planes before. I mean not not since I was a kid.
3: But like in the bathroom or like No, you, like on you, the you, seat. That should be. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. No, we can call my sister right now. I promise you we talked about this a few months ago. If we call my sister right now and you say, What cereal did your brother eat that time y'all were flying to Florida? He was a little kid. That's if
3: you're a little kid, you're not in your twenties.
1: No, no, I was like probably like seven or eight.
3: That's normal.
1: Um. Well, no, because I'd traveled a lot by then. I was a, a frequent flyer by the age of eight.
3: It's different. You're you're not throwing up because you're just drunk and hung over.
1: You, <laughs> <laughs>
2: you don't know that. You don't know that. Yeah. He's been doing this a long time. I, he got a lot of experience. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> this was different coming up in the late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> early. will tell you it was a yeah. different game then. Yeah, it was. Um, I threw up. My sister, she'll be like, oh, that's easy. A blueberry. Blue with oh, little, yeah. yeah, yeah. The little blue uh, marshmallows. Uh-huh. And, and the weird thing was is that some of the marshmallows were intact. Ew. 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 We talk about this all the time. When you throw well, a- how do you chew? You ain't chew your food? No, I do, but we talked. <laughs> it you- came back together? What we- happened? We've talked about this many times. You eat a hot dog. You puke up that hot dog. All of a sudden, it's two pieces. <laughs> it reassembles itself. Yeah, right? Like, you never noticed that? How does that, that happen? It's a yeah. magic trick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Spaghetti, too. Yeah, you have like whole spaghettis. They somehow magically tied it back together. <laughs> like a magic trick.
2: Anyway, um, yeah, so... So that was it. That yeah. was my. That was me in Russia trying to, you, trying to hang out, trying to keep up with the Russians and drinking. Don't do it. I'm telling you. That, this is my lesson to you guys. Don't do it. You slept on the plane. You were able to yeah, sleep? I was able to sleep on the plane, and it helped me. And you didn't puke
1: at all on the plane. And I didn't puke at all on the Remember plane. Remember November when I flew for two nights to uh, Los Angeles to go see Post Malone and oh, yeah. Elton John? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told you I was flying back on Friday Mm -hmm. and I sit in my seat on Friday and the guy, I'm on the aisle. So imagine the right side of the aircraft. It's a three by three. It's like, um, you know, like an Airbus a 321 So there's probably 40 rows of three to the left and three to the right. So I'm sitting on the aisle and I think I'm in row eight. So it's eight, A, B, C, D, eight D. Mm -hmm. And the dude across from me in eight C, he doesn't look good. Now, this is Friday afternoon. This plane is leaving at, I don't know, 1 p.m. local time, mm-hmm. Los Angeles time. And this dude doesn't look good. Um, he's a white dude and he's probably in his late 20s. And he's probably, he's a big dude. He's probably like 6'3, maybe. Um, looks like he probably goes hard in the paint, to be honest okay. with you. Traveling by himself. Uh, he, do, he does not look well. And you know, I read some nonverbals. Yeah. You don't need to read nonverbals. To right. realize, you can this, almost tell when a, you see a character like that. You say, this kid right here doesn't feel good. Right. And I could tell. And all of a sudden, he starts motioning. And, and we're still, people are getting on the plane. People are still getting on the plane. And they're going back to their seats. And they're, and they're trying to find overhead space. And um, I see him start to like lean forward like he's going to reach for the air sickness bag. And, and then he does, and he grabs it. And I'm like, oh, boy. So now, I'm, I don't know if he's drunk or not. I just know he doesn't feel good. Right. And I'm sitting directly next to him. Oh, Keep no. And he's leaning toward the aisle. So I'm leaning toward the middle seat, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, oh, and I look at this cat and all of a sudden he stands up and he looks like he's got to make a decision because like boarding is just about done. And but we're about to close the door and push back. But you can't do that. And everybody's seated with their seatbelts on. Uh-huh. This dude stands up and the flight attendant looks and I said, let him go. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he he started he started he just bolts to the bathroom. He had the he had the vomit bag open in front of him. Uh. And it, I mean it was only you know eight rows up, but it, he the flight attendant was about to say, "Sir, you need to be seated. and Put your seatbelt on." And I was like, "Let him go, so please." He he's, well, he goes to the bathroom. He comes back out. I don't know five or six minutes later, and then we've completed the boarding process, as uh, George Carlin said, "Just boarding, but completing the boarding process." And he sat went to sit back down, and you know I keep the Pepto-Bismol in my pocket, the chew tabs. And so I leaned over and I said, homie. And homie I said, no, if I said, yeah. I know I said, yes, said, you speak English? Cause you're in Los Angeles. Yeah. You never know. And, and we're going to like Fort Lauderdale. So you speak English? And he said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, chew those. Don't swallow them. Chew them, chew them up like candy. And he's like, thanks man. I said, you got it. They closed the door. Two rows behind me, or three rows behind me, the exit row. Nobody in there. Boom. Popped it. Now I'm in the exit row. Uh, About myself. Oh, that one brother joined me in the window. But I'm saying I had so I got the middle. The universe rewarded me. That's right for doing for doing the right
2: thing for sure.
1: So I got the empty seat next to me and the exit row. You know because I'm tall, so I need all that
2: extra leg room. Yeah, you know how that goes. <laughs> so what are, what are the laws like? If somebody throws up on you on a plane, like what are the laws? There, there is, is no that. There, yeah. so, the, so the, I can just turn around and just swing on them because like if somebody throw up on me no, on you a plane, can't. I'm just going to no. swing. No, you can't do that. If it's intentional,
1: that I mean because remember there were issues during COVID, people coughing on others, coughing yeah. at others, right? And so there were like you know intention involved. There was intent. Um, if somebody accidentally throws up on you, you don't have legal recourse. Maybe for dry cleaning. Could you oh. Would you rather throw up on the person next to you on a plane, or have the person next to you throw up on you? Which would you rather? Oh, that's a tough question. Tina, which that's would you rather have me. happen? Would you rather throw up
2: on them or have them throw up on you?
3: I'd rather throw up on them.
2: For sure. It's easier to apologize than to take a shower.
3: So my mom was at a wedding, and she was had like her back to like a group of people, and this man puked, and it like... Like flew and it went all down the back of her dress. Oh! On your mom's dress? Yep, on my mom's dress. Did she swing and on she, them? She literally, like, she, every time she's doing this, she's like, Ugh, like, that was her, like... She right starts to gag? Right when she felt it, she, like, froze because just her whole back was covered in puke. She,
1: um... We gotta, My poor mother. We got to give the subject. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the problem. The problem is people are going to throw up, and they put their hands over the mouth, and they just spray it like a sprinkler. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Put your, <laughs> your fingers do that, and yeah. then it sends. It's like a spoon. It's like washing a spoon. <laughs> yeah, right. Be it, careful. It, yeah,
2: for sure. We got to move on. <laughs> yes, uh,
1: last night, twenty was the, minutes into this. <laughs> last night was the NBA All Star Game. Uh, who watched it? Dean Thomas.
2: I watched the highlights. Tina. No, Actually, that's I'm one. just trying to figure out how Damian Lillard, Lillard shooting from the uh, half court. And just swishing it. Because that's how he does. That's and how he does. I can't even hit the little machine here. Where's my NBA on TNT? I
1: can't find it, Tina. Good luck with that. See if you can find it. There it is right there, live from Utah. It is the 2023 NBA All-Star Game. No more Marv Albert. Now it was Brian Anderson, hmm. who I saw on the airport before Thanksgiving in Philly. Wow. He was know. mean-mugging me. For real? Yeah. I don't know these dudes. Brian Anderson, B.A. Um... They had uh, history last night. First time a female commentated the uh, NBA All-Star Game. Really? Nice. Yeah. Also on TBS was uh, your boy, Shaq, Mm -hmm. with Charles Barkley and Ernie Johnson. The NBA and TNT crew did like a separate broadcast over on TBS. Okay. The Bleep Show. I can imagine. Yeah. LeBron went out there to win the MVP, but he injured his finger instead. Jason Tatum went for a... All-Star Game record, 55 points. I want you to take a listen, however, to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, as he screwed up the draft, they're at the part where they're picking reserves. They're picking the reserve players that mm-hmm. they want. for. The, they're drafting right before the game. Here's Giannis uh, making a draft pick, but real not realizing or trying to get away with the fact he was picking a starter.
2: So my third pick is going to be one of the most exciting Rising star, superstar in the league
0: right now, John Moran. Uh, hold on. Oh, I, I hate to, I hate to break it to you, but he's starting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're about he's starting. See, you see what I'm saying? See, see what I'm saying? He's trying anything, y'all. y'all is just trying anything, y'all. So. uh. Let's go back. So let's go another direction. So, uh, I love him.
3: He's uh, so
1: funny. How do you not like Giannis Antetokounmpo? How can you not? And by the way, when he talks, he sounds like he's a vampire in a CGI movie. <laughs> I know. like it, it doesn't sound like that
2: should be his voice. But he's
1: he's Greek. I know, but, but still. But his Greek, if you listen again, as he says this, the most exciting player. He's <laughs> like, uh, What was that CGI movie Hotel with Adam Transylvania?
3: Sandler? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've watched all of those movies, by the way. Notice, notice <laughs> she's an he expert. actually
2: even kind of looks like Black U. Have you ever seen the movie Blackula? Yes, kind of looks like Giannis. Yes, a little does, bit. Like, eyebrows, look at it, the eyebrows, like they got the same face. A little bit.
1: Tina, there was a series of films in the 1970s that were black exploitation, not exploitation, but black exploitation. And um, one series of those was not Dracula, but, um, but Blackula, the oh. black Black Dracula. <laughs> oh, yes, true, it's story. fascinating, true story. But if you listen to Giannis Antetokounmpo, and we all know people who are Greek, and you know we've seen The Office when. Uh, Michael Scott does the impression of the one guy. Who's his Greek uh, alter
3: ego? I don't remember, but it's with Holly.
1: Yes. Yes. Where he does the character. Giannis sounds a little bit like a kid's CGI movie (laughs) where there's a a vampire.
2: So my third pick (laughs) is going to be one of the most exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Rising star, superstar in the league right now. In the league (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yeah. All right, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, much. it does sound a little bit like, what's the uh, the count Yeah, from Sesame Street? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, later on,
1: by the way, Charles Barkley got into it with guest co analyst They had Draymond Green come join them and provide analysis during the game because they're trying to get people to watch, and right. the games are terrible, yeah. and no one plays defense.
2: So you gotta, I mean, it looked bad. I was watching you know, Jason Tatum score 55, I was like, that's it? I tried. With the amount of defense they was playing? Right. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. tried
1: I tried to watch. I watched most of the first half, and then I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I just can't do it anymore. Uh, Charles Barkley got into it with Draymond Green, and we all know Draymond Green's name, mm. according to yeah. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you log off of Airbnb right away, as soon as you type it in. According to Dave Chappelle, uh, <laughs> Draymond Green's name, he said it's so black. Yeah, it's, it's so black. black. Right. <laughs> that when he types it into Airbnb, it automatically logs you off. <laughs> you are locked off. Yeah, you're not allowed to stay <laughs> at this house. Uh Barkley claiming that Draymond Green's current team during the middle of the season, he's saying that they're that they're washed. He's saying that they're cooked. He's saying that they're done. Take a listen.
0: It's not uh, really I, I, that said uh the Golden State Warriors are cooked. That's crazy. You said that last year, no, but we all know no, you no, don't yeah, know no, what you're no, talking no, 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 about. I, mean, I didn't say that right. last year. No, I did not say that last year. You said but, it every year. No, you said it every year cook. since I've been in no, the league. that's not true. But oh, y'all, are, crazy. y'all are cooked now. Are we? Yep, y'all are done. It People still leaves us indeed. four ahead of what? you, boss. Yeah, I'm telling you, y'all I, I, are done. have a question.
1: Still leaves us four ahead of you, boss. Meaning
2: he got four rings. Yeah. Chuck, you got none. I mean, he threw the championship thing at him. For sure, man. That's why I'm not a fan of Draymond Green. No, I don't know. He just seemed petty.
1: But but I mean, in that spot right there, did a producer put that in Barkley's ear and say, "Hey, say this because we need to get something going here," or, or did Barkley just decide because that's kind of a rude thing to say? Like your team is cooked, man. You guys are done right now. Like he's he's again, he's your
2: guest. Yeah, for sure. He, he's your guest. Yeah, he's the guest, analyst. But, uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Barkley probably was just trying to be honest. Meanwhile, if we're going to be honest, the breakout
1: star of NBA All Star Weekend was a six foot one, one hundred eighty five pound NBA player with two games experience. <laughs> he's played in two games in his NBA career. Uh, Mack McClug, uh, who by the way um, can ball a little bit and who can dunk a lot a bit. He's six one. They list him at six two. He's one eighty five. He's probably a couple pounds lighter than that. He's a twenty four year old rookie because he's been on million teams. He's a G Leaguer, but the kid tries hard. He's also an Instagram sensation because he's a dunk artist. It's what he does. Did he get bonus points for being a nerdy looking six foot one white guy? Let's be honest. Since we're of being course. honest, did he get bonus? Cause his dunks were sick. I watched the dunk contest Saturday night and out of his four dunks, he got three fifties. He had mm-hmm. perfect dunks according to the judges on three of the four and they were ridiculous. And he made all of his dunks on the first try. Mm -hmm. The first attempt and and the place went crazy and the players went crazy, but we talk so much about optics. He's a six foot one kind of nerdy looking white kid and he's got floppy hair. Mm -hmm. You can tell he's going to go bald. He looks like a math teacher. Yeah. And, And he's doing these ridiculous things. So let's be honest. The dunks were sick, but the optics of it make it seem even more spectacular because it doesn't look like the guy who's supposed to be
2: doing it. Right, for sure. Like, if it was somebody else, then it, you would just kind of throw it away. People claim that it's racist for me to say that in some way,
1: as if there's, you know, um, <coughs> assimilation or we're, we're putting things into categories. I will say to anyone that questions me on the idea of the optics, you know when they do the dance team for the NBA team? Tina, you've been to heat games. And then they bring out that team where it's just—it's not the dancers anymore. Now, now it's eight fat guys. We've all seen that. Yes. And the eight fat guys do choreography. They right. do the same dance mm-hmm. and everybody goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Why do they go so crazy? Because they don't look like who's supposed to be doing it. Exactly. Like when they get the old people and they pretend and they pull like an old couple out of the crowd, but they're in on it and it's all a setup because mm-hmm. they come out there and they start dancing
2: hip hop and right. they're people in their 70s. I mean, it's always done that way. Whenever somebody looks like they're not supposed to be doing something, right. You gotta give him a little extra credit. For sure. Because if it
1: were John Morant doing these dunks, the place would have gone crazy, but not to this degree. Right. He gets extra credit. He gets extra bonus points because he's a six foot one, nerdy looking white kid. Yeah, and he's not supposed to be dunking like that. According to what we're used to seeing or what we believe. That's why everybody cheers and goes crazy when the fat guys dance the dance team mm-hmm. routine at the NBA game, and why when the old people. Get out and, and dance hip hop. Everybody's so like blown away mm-hmm. because oh my god!
2: Uh-huh. It's a, you have to be honest. Yeah, oh, it's it's not, not a race thing. It's, well, it's not necessarily it's like, not a race thing. It's but a anytime, type thing. But anytime there's you know race relations, we always think of it in a negative way. It's not in a negative way. No, it's just a being different. Speaking of which, the NBA also promoted the uh, reboot of White Men Can't Jump,
1: <laughs> which has the same <laughs> title. Yeah. Uh, bad timing. Yeah, right. Bad <laughs> timing for the NBA <laughs> to promote White Men Can't <laughs> <laughs> Jump. Uh, I didn't know they were remaking it. I didn't know that either. Who's playing it? Um, it? I, I, <clears throat> I forget the kid's name. Hmm. But uh, it's the same premise. It's, it's not a sequel. It's, but it's, it's a reboot. Okay. It's a redo of the original, which, by the way, is like 35 years old. Oh, my God, really? Something like that. Yeah, either 30 or 35. Hmm. I, think, I think last year just had an anniversary. I saw a thing with the director, and they had no idea the movie was going to get as big as it did. Anyways, when we return, coming up next, which NFL team may have just hired a real-life Michael Scott as their new head coach? Brace yourself for the cringe. As soon as I saw these videos, I thought, oh, no. This franchise just hired a new coach, and this is how it's going to be? Hear it for yourself next. And by the way, brace yourself for the cringe, because it is coming. The home team is back on ESPN 1063.
0: It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 1063. Fueled by Celsius, essential energy, live fit. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Uh, You want to trip out on something real quick? Yeah, tell me.
1: One week ago today was the day after Super Bowl.
0: Right? That's trippy.
1: Mind-blowing. Yeah. Because it feels like how long ago? A month? Uh, yeah, I was about to say, yep. like it's it's so far gone out of my memory. And White Men Can't Jump is 31 years old. Which seemed like last yesterday. Year, right, that's what I was going <laughs> to say to you. White Men Can't <laughs> Jump is 31 years ago. It seems like it came out in the last year. Right. Super Bowl was one week ago yesterday. And it feels like a month ago. I know. Life is crazy. Time is time is an illusion. Uh, you know, it's not an illusion. Kaiser University and all the championships, they continue to compile. Ain't yes, that right? sir.
2: Champions are all over the field at Kaiser University right here in West Palm Beach. 15 national championships, including the 2022 championships in men's golf and men and women's <coughs> swimming and diving. Kaiser has captured 54 regular season and 48 conference tournament titles and a Learfield Cup trophy. The Seahawks breed champions in the classroom as well. 40 all-academic honorees this past fall and 143 student-athletes with a perfect GPA of 4.0. To get the latest on Seahawk athletics, go to KUCHawks.com. That's KUCHawks.com. And remember, ESPN 106.3 is the flagship home for Kaiser Seahawks football. That's the UFC's king of all media,
1: Dean Thomas. She is the S2T2, and that stands for Spicy Sassy Tequila Tina. hmm Ooh. Ain't that the truth?
3: I like that one.
1: And I'm brother love. We're going to try something new. I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to say nobody. I'm going to ask you another question, and you're going to say everybody. All right. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. nobody. Who's better at their jobs than we are? Everybody. everybody. That's the truest thing it is true. Started.
2: That is true.
1: Who's got a better job than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Who's better at their jobs than we are? Everybody. Everybody. Perfect. I agree. Take a listen to this uh, coming up here. Uh, this is a situation. <laughs> an NFL team just got over some coaching quarterback drama. And they just fired their coach and brought in a new head coach. And now the internet is saying, dude, they hired Michael Scott. Not Steve Carell. They hired cringy Michael Scott. Brace yourself for the cringe. The Arizona Cardinals, you saw on the sideline. Cliff oh, yeah, Kingsbury, right, yeah, sure. Cliff Kingsbury, who's smooth, who's cool, and still couldn't get along with Kyler Murray. They got punked. They just hired Eagle defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, who is a geek, who, is, who does not exactly exude the vibe of leader of men. He's not Dan Campbell from the Detroit Lions. He's not someone that's put their hand in the dirt, it seems, and done whatever it took. You know what I'm saying? He uh-huh. doesn't have that vibe. Take a listen. Jonathan Gannon in the facility, meeting some of his new players for the very first time. And the most important player for him to meet, of course, would be the quarterback, Kyler Murray, because Kyler Murray got that deal last year. Remember? And there was all the talk about he's got to do his homework. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so when he got into it with Cliff Kingsbury, somebody had to go. Mm -hmm. And you knew it wasn't going to be the guy that just got paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, coach. I want you to listen close because you can't see the pictures. Listen close to the awkwardness of your new head coach talking just as a camera was following them. They met in the hallway, and there's bro hugs and Mm -hmm. dapping and elaborate handshakes, etc. But listen to your new head coach Talking to his quarterback.
0: Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Can't wait, man. Oh, no. Can't wait. No, I'm ready, I was talking about nah, you, bro. I like Everything I said. No, let's go. No, no, no. Oh man. No, no. They said, Why do you want to take this job? Well, not many open jobs have a franchise quarterback. Yeah. That's why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just kept saying, Let's yeah. go. Yeah. He sounds like a fan. He got nothing, he got nothing to say. He's like, let's go. Yeah. Th- he's wearing a suit. Yeah, he said, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And then he says, people ask me, why would you want to take this job? I'm like, not many open jobs have franchise quarterbacks. Which, by the way, insults the whole organization. I know. Insults the entire team. Yeah. But then he tries to throw. It's like a backhanded compliment to Kyler Murray. He was nervous. He was nervous. He was and nervous. Awkward. Yeah. But a football coach is supposed to enter the room, and all of a sudden,
2: you're like, I will follow that man into war. Like, you're supposed to enter the room like Deion Sanders. And yes, in Colorado, like, yo, I'm bringing luggage, and it's Louis. I'm bringing luggage.
1: Some of y'all can leave now. Yeah. Some of y'all need to hit the transfer portal. He walks in, and he's like, hey, what's up? And hey, he's, guys. He's doing bro hugs, yeah. and he just keeps saying, let's go, let's go. Let's, let's go, go, let's, let's go. go. Like, and he did not know what to not know what to do. He's not ready for this. He's not ready for this. This man, Jonathan Gannon, is not ready for this job. There's 32 of these jobs in the world, and they hire these dudes because they think, like, oh, he's got... But the most important skills still got to be people
2: skills. Right, you, you have able, to relate. Sure.
1: And I watched the nonverbal interactions between he and all these players, and not one of them fears this man. Not one of them. Fa- they may they may like him. I'm not sure they respect him yet. But you can tell that not that people immediately went to go bet the Arizona Cardinals under. Really? They're you know, like I don't know. They're like <laughs> how can we bet? How can we bet right now for them to lose the most games possible? Because the vibe watching these videos is he's talking to team leaders and star players, and not one of them is giving off any indication of excitement about this guy. And he's not giving off any indication of confidence and self-assuredness. But if
2: he's successful, do you think there could be a shift in the coaching aspect there has of the been. NFL? I mean, I mean, they're looking like more nerds now because it's all about schemes and, and planning and strategy. Who's the, co- uh, the coaching Los Angeles Chargers with Tina's guy? I don't know was his name? Tina,
3: Brandon Staley,
2: who is a total nerd. Yeah, who's the and coach a, in Miami? Mike McDaniel I mean, he's, he's a total, total nerd. nerd. So that's what I'm saying. We got lots o- of nerds, but they gotta be the but. But they should just be like the behind the scenes nerd. You know what I'm saying? Like the coach gotta be the dude. Tough guy, yeah,
3: for sure. Mike McDaniel's looks like a nerd, but he's not a nerd. He's like a, he's, nah, he's so cool. Kind of, he's
2: kind of a nerd. He's a nerd. He's a, you could be a nerd and be but,
1: cool, but he's super cool. He's not a dork. He's a nerd. He's a geek. All oh, right, he's a geek. He's a cool yeah. geek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a difference between geeks and nerds. Yes, he he's the latter, not the former. Um, now take a listen to, um, first of all, Will Hernandez introduces himself. So, so listen to this interaction where where now you've got your new head coach meeting uh, his lineman in the
0: hallway and how awkward this gets. Will, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Will, right? Yeah. Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah. Big old guard. <laughs> That's right. I like it. Good. Good. What's up? That's my Wesley. Nice,
2: nice to meet you. you. Yeah. 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 I like it. Big old guard. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I'm thinking that like when he. Michael Scott. Before, before he showed up to work, he went, he called his wife and was like, I hope they like me. Yeah. That's, you, <laughs> could, you could definitely tell that happened. She's like, wear that tie. That's yeah, your power yeah. tie. <laughs> um.
1: He says, first you hear Will Hernandez say Will. Will Hernandez, yeah. yeah. And, right. He says, he says, uh, Will, he introduces himself. And then the coach goes, Will, right? He just told you that. Like, who are you BS? Are you listening? Are you BSing? Listen to it one more time because there's all the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: Good. Big old guard. It's just Will. nice to meet you. you. Will, right? Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah. Big old guard. That's right. I like it. Good. Good. What's up? That's my Wesley. Nice. He's oh, a big a big old guard is that big one?
2: old guard?
3: Big old guard because
2: you got your yeah. guards and your yeah. tackles. Yeah, well, of course he's a big old guard. Now all of them supposed to be big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He got nothing to talk about. Oh man, I feel bad
1: for he's him. He's not ready for this. He's not, he's ready, not ready for this job. No. He's not ready for this. But here is the piece de resistance. This is yeah. <laughs> this is by far the best of the best because now he's meeting um, one of his uh, receivers, one of his skill players, explosive plays mm-hmm. down the field. He's, he's meeting a player that's, you know, looking to throw bombs down the field. Okay, You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so he's going to make sound effects. And I want you to visualize as he does that. You know, like when you dap someone and you, you blow it up? Yeah. He was doing that in the air with his left hand, his right hand, his left <laughs> hand, his right hand. He was just throwing like dap explosions around. Um, This is by far the most awkward interaction that we saw. And by the way, all of this was tweeted out by the Arizona Cardinals. They, so they know they, they're, they're very it. aware of this nerd. They, this is this is probably the best video they got. Imagine the stuff <laughs> they threw out. I <laughs> know, and, and it said, and it said, I think the caption on Twitter said, Players coach. <laughs> I was like, um, mm, not so sure about that, but uh, take a listen to the most awkward interaction of all.
0: So, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Shoo, 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 shoo Shots, explosives, explosives. You can run. Oh no! Shots, He explosives. did not
2: just do that. Explosives. You can run. I could. I shoo, could visualize. Shoo. I could visualize him just being. Oh no! He went from Michael Scott to Dwight Schrute.
3: Yeah. Shoo 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 shoo. Bears beats spelled
1: Yeah, but yeah. Um, he he's he's trying to say, yo, dude. Like, you blow it up, explosive plays,
2: big plays. We got, I got schemes for you. We're going to do things. Like, I, I'm better suited for this job than he is. Yo, could you imagine what the, the locker room was talking about? They're in the weight the, room. Yeah. They're in the weight room. They were like, yo, what's up with this dude? They're shaking their head. They're probably calling their agent. Yeah. Get me out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get me out of here. Because Cliff Kingsbury was a cool dude. He was the coolest. Right. Cliff Kingsbury was the coolest dude in the NFL. I'm telling you. He looked like Ryan Gosling. And he had Ryan Gosling's swagger from Crazy Stupid Love. Just a cool dude. But Kyler man. Murray
2: done messed that up. He well, done messed that up by yelling at him in front of everybody.
1: Like, like Johnny Drama said on Entourage. You know, you, you get tired of that girlfriend, you break up with her, and the next one gives you herpes. Yep. And you realize it wasn't so bad the, the last time. That's right. That's, now they're going to learn. Like They must have gone back in the weight room and thought, Oh, God. <laughs> what did we do? Texas agent. What are you, what do we do? I want you to listen one more time to Jonathan Gannon. Talking to, I, I, I'm not, I, I, you'll have to excuse me, I'm not sure which player this was, but it was a skill position player, um, I, I'm pretty sure it was from the receiving core but take a listen one more time.
0: What's up? Hey! What's hey, up, man? How Thank you me. doing? Good. 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 <laughs> Shots. Explosives. Explosives. You can run.
1: Shots. Explosives. explosives. So, so, so there's got to be, there's got to be, there's got to be somebody out there that makes beats. And they're going to take know. the shoom, 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 shoom. Explosives. Explosives. <laughs> shoom. You know, someone's going to make a song out of that. Yes. Explosives. You can run. Oh Explosives. No. You can run. I wonder if he refers you to them be- as bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> Who knows? All I know is um, you could tell just from the vibe on these meetings that guys are like, okay. It's kind of like, like when people, um, you know, when, when you have those awkward interactions with, with someone at like a networking lunch. And you don't know what to talk about. Yeah. And you're looking for somebody else to talk to. <laughs> that's what the players were doing. Players like, um, oh, go, you, have you met so-and-so? <laughs> like trying to pawn him off. Uh-uh. Poor guy. Uh, my question for you is, uh, how's this going to go in Arizona? Could the Cardinals be having second thoughts? Tina, yes or no?
3: No, I don't think so.
1: How's it going to go? I
3: think 17
1: he, games. How many are they going to win?
3: Oh, I'm going <laughs> to say. Five and 12? i That's actually, I like that. I like that. Five and 12. Six and eleven? No, I like five and twelve. Dean, what
2: do you got? I don't know. I think they're going to do better. I think they got off to the, uh, uh, a bad start, but I do think shroom, that eventually, shroom, 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 I think eventually, like his, if he's that smart of a guy, I think his brain will finally, you know, they'll they'll respect that. Listen, Nick Sirianni was introduced two years ago.
1: Philadelphia. His press conference went terrible. I know he couldn't find the word. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He was stumbling. He was, he was, he was nervous, he was super nervous. And two years later, he almost won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I think it'll be all right. Um, I'm praying for this guy. I'm praying for him because he is Michael Scott. Right. He is cringy and it's awkward and you've got to earn, when you are asking those young men to go to that place, to suffer more than the guy lined up across from them, you've better earn their respect and or fear.
2: Well, I'm I'm sure that there's somebody on the defense that will get them to that place. I think he's just there to come up with the schemes and the plans. He's the head coach. I know, but Geez, that, you he, know, he's, they, they, they got to rely on, like, the defensive coordinator or something. All right. To, to, to get him tough. He may be cool. Yeah, something. Uh, coming up next, was Charles
1: Barkley actually drunk on the air last night before the All-Star game? Was Barkley actually drunk? Shaq calls him out on this, mm. but you guys are going to hear it for yourself, and you tell me whether or not it's the microphone, as Barkley claims it is, or whether you think Barkley was actually drinking Well, we know he's probably sipping something. But was he actually (laughs) drunk before doing the All-Star Game broadcast? You'll hear it for yourself, and you can decide next. Speaking of uh, maybe having a beverage or two, thank you very much. Gosling's is the official rum and ginger beer of the 2023 Honda Classic. Gosling's rum is debuting two new drinks at the Honda Classic this year. The flavor dark and stormy, ready to drink cans, come in mango, pineapple, and black cherry flavors. hmm And the new Ocean Aged Rum, Spirited Seas. It's all going down at the Honda Classic proudly. Sponsored by Gosling's Rum. For more information about the new Gosling's products, go to Gosling'sRum.com. Gosling'sRum.com. 21 and over. Only enjoy responsibly. We'll have a special broadcast from the Gosling's Bear Trap on Saturday. Me and Teddy Dolo from noon to 2. Live from the Honda Classic. We come back. It was Barkley maybe getting into it a little bit before the broadcast last night? Here for yourself and decide. Home team, ESPN 1063.
0: It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 1063. Fueled by Celsius. Essential energy. Live fit. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Bright Life. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Was
1: Charles Barkley drunk on the air last night before the game began? You'll hear the audio for yourself. You can decide for yourself. Shaq calls him out on it. Barkley has a retort. He has an explanation. But does it hold water? Or should I say, does it hold tequila and mm. water? We know Tina can't. No. Nope. No. You can a little bit. You can hold your own.
3: Yeah, I can. If, I, don't, if I, just, I just can't mix.
1: Um, if you're hungry, you're just like me. And it's almost 5 o'clock, which means supper time. Seafood Fest at Bud's Chicken and Seafood. For a limited time, we know Bud's Chicken and Seafood is a local family-owned business with six locations in Palm Beach County. Bud started the business in 1957. The grandkids run it today. It is the American dream. It is mom and pop. But for a limited time, you can enjoy spicy shrimp, homemade crab cakes, and crispy coconut shrimp. Ordering has never been easier. Do it online at BudsChicken.com. Already known for the best fish sandwich in town, voted the best fried chicken in Palm Beach County, and the greatest chicken tenders in the world, where I'm buying you lunch. Go to BudsChicken.com and get you some tonight for dinner. Crispy, crunchy, juicy, golden brown fried chicken tenders, corn fritters, crinkle cut fries, honey mustard, barbecue, coleslaw, mac and cheese with hot sauce and a fudge brownie with powdered sugar on top. Mm. Goodness. BudsChicken.com. Order for pickup, delivery, or to pick it up through the drive-thru, if you so choose. Don't want to get out of your car. BudsChicken.com. Charles Barkley last night. Remember, they're on the broadcast, doing pregame stuff, but last night there was the normal broadcast and then there was the NBA on TNT studio crew. Ernie Johnson, Kenny, the Jet... Your boy, Shaq, and Charles Barkley. Um, take a listen to Charles Barkley pregame talking about the draft. Just Again, they chose teams just before the game began. Team Giannis and Team LeBron. Take a listen to Barkley and you tell me whether or not you think that he was a
0: little drunk. Chuck. Yes, did, sir. What did, you, what did you think of LeBron's selections among the reserves? Man, I ain't no bad picks today. All these guys are great. Why well, does it sound like you're drunk? You all right? No, man. It's my mic. No, it ain't the mic. It's, oh, it's you. The mic. Mic. Hey, Mark Cuban. <laughs> <I see> you <laughs> there. You all right? Yes. Hey. What the hell you drinking? <laughs> no, man. It's, it's my mic. I got a delay. <laughs> no, yeah. it's you. Always you're blame drunk. it on the equipment, Chuck. Give me- I want to thank Patron for sponsoring Chuck Oops. today. say. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so what do you think? He was drunk for sure. Does it sound like he's drunk? Oh, absolutely, Tina.
3: So it sounds like he's drunk, but I feel like no way shaq would call him out if that was really how he was. Why
1: not? Why wouldn't he? I no, no, they they call each other out. Yeah, for sure, on would. everything. But and they're not taking this serious because it's an all star game. Have fun things. Not see, a real. I feel broadcast. like
3: I need to just see them, but I feel like it could also be the mic
2: no other. that wasn't the mic
1: so the only thing for me is that when he, wants to, when he wants to explain it's a delay in my mic he sounds normal like when he's like when he's not overdoing it answering the question for the broadcast it was like it's my mic like listen to him
2: he was just trying a little harder to not sound drunk is that the case That's let's, the let's case. listen one more time
0: Chuck yes sir did, what, did you, what did you think of LeBron's selections among the reserves man ain't no bad picks today <laughs> okay. all these guys are great why does it sound like you're drunk? You all right? No, man, it's my mic. No, it ain't the it mic. It's, you. it's the mic. Hey, Mark, kill me. All right, that's good.
1: When he said no, it's my mic. Yeah, he didn't sound drunk. He he tightened up a little bit. Mm. He tightened up Very a little. A little bit. tipsy. He was yeah. He was tipsy. Back in the day, the early days of Monday Night Football, uh, Howard Cosell they used to have cocktail party with you know the local um, advertisers and the corporate folk, and Howard Cosell used to drink cocktails. Before, and then, the, before the show. Yeah. And so he would tie one on pretty good, and they would get up in the booth, and then you got Howard Cosell doing color analysts, uh, analysis, rather. And he <laughs> is, uh, he's drunk. You could tell. And you could tell. For real? Yeah, you could tell. Oh, my. And one time he puked, actually, on the air. No. One time he did. One time he did. All right. Uh, it is almost time for Stone Lebanowitz to be held accountable. Yes. It's time to grade the final installment of the season of the segment that cost home team fans thousands of dollars in losses. <laughs> the six things Stone Lebanowitz promised would happen this weekend in sports. How did he do in the season finale? Plus, Dean, right here. Dean said, what about balls Saturday night live on ESPN+. Um, There was a reaction quickly from Karen Bryant, and I sent Dean a text just in case he needed to explain. Just in case. But Dean did say something clearly on ESPN Plus that uh, took her a little bit aback. When you use the phrase, when you talk about balls, Mm -hmm. we'll explain as Tina gets nervous for a second time. (laughs) It's the home team on ESPN 106.3.